It's August 10th, 2022. Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, we'll have Stuart Crawford. He's a uh, computer science professor over at HPU, and he's here to give us a little teaser about the upcoming Hawaii Annual Code Challenge. And uh, then we'll be joined by my good buddy Omar Sultan from Accelerate Hawaii, and he brought a few guest companies with him. Uh, he's got a Kiko White, owner of Aloha Bites, and we got Dallas Stewart. She's the CEO of Better Jerky Company, and of course we've got Tanya Fernandez, co-founder of Vivia Cares, and of course we'll uh, talk to them uh, later on in the show about Accelerate Hawaii and the Pre-X program. But right now I want to go to Stewart. And, of course, um, you know, the uh, Hawaii Annual Code Challenge is an annual challenge that's been going on for, uh, I'll, let, I'll let Stuart tell us how many years it's been going on, but uh, uh, this is something that uh, has been sponsored by the government, you know, the state government, and it's, uh, it's a cool event. It's not happening till October, but uh, I wanted to have Stuart come on and, you know, give us a little teaser about uh, what to expect in the next uh, hack that's coming up. So, Hey, Stuart, welcome to the show. Okay, hey, Bert, glad to chat. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so this is the seventh annual Code Challenge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, so Ige started this in, in, his last, uh, in his last time as Gov, and, I mean, he'd been a telecom guy for a long time and very interested in um, getting tech up and running in the government. So, yeah, we're, we're glad to see this um, coming on, number seven. Um, it's a three-week-long challenge this year as compared to some hackathons, which are only a day or two. Um, so the, the three-week time span gives us a lot, of, um, a lot more time to get something more interesting done than just some simple prototypes. Mm-hmm. And, and Stuart, <clears throat> you know, from, uh, coming from HBU, uh, how, how has the, sh- uh, the, uh, the program kind of evolved? I mean, you've got HPU involved, you've got UH involved. I mean, is it... Uh, you get a lot of the students in your in your computer science classes, uh, you know, yeah. t- coming up with teams. So the, so the main group of teams have, have, as you mentioned, came came from uh, UH and HPU. This is a great opportunity for um, our students to get involved in some real world projects, and you know, to try to help help the government along in Hawaii. Um, we as faculty can come up with sort of you know fake little projects that they can do in class, but this actually gets them out there. Um, it, uh, it gets them in front of an audience. Um, back when we did this in person, you know, these students were presenting to 200-person audiences when they were making their projects, and it was, it was, it was something for them because mm-hmm. they don't get a chance to do that in their academic life. Um, we've also had a good cohort of high school teams coming on. Last year there were eight high school teams uh, that, that did some nice work on their projects as well. Oh, is, and is, uh, is anybody recruiting high school teams uh, this year? Um, that remains to be seen. Um, you know, school, the school session has just started up, so we, we've been talking with some of the faculty. Um, I believe it was Waipahu and Mililani were um, well represented last year, as well as they actually won some of, uh, some of the awards in the high school category. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, and Stuart, we, Stuart, you mentioned, uh, you know, the solving some government uh, uh, problems, challenges. I mean, how do these challenges get articulated, and who's... Who's out there looking for those, those sort of government uh, uh, projects to work on? So in, in the organizing committee, there's several people in different parts of the government and uh, agencies. 
I guess the, the main goal is for agencies who um, don't necessarily have the staff to go out and, and kind of do some of their forward-looking work. Just gives them a chance to say, hey, you know, we've got some of these problems. We'd like to see what we could do. And they throw up into a challenge, and maybe six or seven teams might work on one challenge, and they get a chance to see a lot of prototypes that could work, um, you know, potential solutions to their problems that um, – they wouldn't otherwise have gotten done themselves. And, and Stuart, you know, you uh, mentioned that it's a, a, a three-week program. So each, I think uh, it starts on the, starts on the uh, October 15th, but uh, each yeah. weekend. October 15th is the intro, and uh, basically at the intro, the presenters that mm-hmm. present a challenge. So the, the government department will come and talk about what their challenge is, what they're trying to do. Um, and then three weeks later on November 15th, um, it will be the judging of these. Um, again, as we started a couple of years ago because of COVID, this was all virtual, and um, it will be virtual again this year. Okay. Which actually okay. is nice because it allows teams from other islands to participate as well. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. So so uh, I know this is just a teaser, and we'll probably have some folks back on a, a little closer to the actual event, but uh, where can people go to find out more about the uh, Hawaii Annual? I, I guess you called it the Ultimate Hawaii Annual Code Challenge, right? Right. Well, this one, yeah, since this is EJ's last year in office. Um, but it, so it's, it's the Hawaiian Annual Code Challenge, so hacc.hawaii.gov. Um, there's a complete archive of the last six years and who the winners are and what some of the projects were. And um, eventually, once we, in, we are actively getting ready for uh, October, which is basically two months off now, Eventually, we will be posting things for pe- uh, for groups to sign up and take a look at, at what the current challenges will be. Very good. I look forward to talking to you a little later on. And once we know what some of the government agencies are that are proposing their their challenges, we'll be glad to chat more with you on Bite Mark later on. Sounds good. Mahalo, Mahalo, Stuart, for joining us. Okay, glad to talk with you. Thanks, Bert. Okay, and we'll uh, take a short break. And when we return, we'll be joined by Omar Sultan from Accelerate Hawaii. And he's got uh, Aloha Bites. We've got uh, Better Jerky and Vivia Cares. And, of course, we're here to talk about the Pre-X program. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Ulupono Initiative. Welcome back to Bite Marks Cafe on Hawaii Public Radio. And, of course, I'm happy to welcome back to the show Omar Sultan from Accelerate Hawaii. That's XLR8, number 8, and HI. And and he brought a couple of companies, actually three companies, along with him. He's got Akiko White. She's the owner of Aloha Bites. And we've got Dallas Stewart. She's the CEO and CFO of Better Jerky Company. And we've got Tanya Fernandez. Uh, she's the co-founder of Vivia Cares. And... And, of course, they're here to tell us about uh, what it's like to go through the Pre-X program. And, and of course, uh, I got Omar here to tell us what exactly is Pre-X, but I want to welcome you all to Bite Marks Cafe. Mahalo, Bert. Great to be on, as always. Yeah, you know, I got the chair over here with your name on it, but uh, I get to... I get to <laughs> you better not give it up. I, nah, it. You, you know, you, you're, you're a regular on the, on the show, and I'm, I'm happy to have you on because you always bring uh, interesting, interesting companies, and, and we always like to hear about what they're up to and, and some of the new ideas that are being uh, kind of 
uh, percolated uh, in in our community. So I think that's uh, you guys got a great program, and I love having uh, you bring on some folks. So, so Omar, kind of like set set the stage here. What is uh, what is Prex? And I know you know we've had you on talking about it before, but uh, it's always good to remind folks what Prex is all about. Definitely. So Prex is a virtual four week free program for Hawaii entrepreneurs, small businesses, and startups. We're sector agnostic, so like I always say, it doesn't matter what sector, vertical, or industry that you're working in, we want to be able to provide support for you, and we can. And it doesn't matter what stage of growth that you are either, whether you're in the early stages or you're already generating hundreds of millions of dollars a year. You know, we like to bring everyone together in terms of those entrepreneurs and amazing companies that you were just talking about, like the three companies we have on today, and, um, you know, elevate everybody's work and uh, create those connections and cross-pollination opportunities. And, you know, the, uh, you know, this is such a great offering. And, the, uh, you know, the, the million-dollar word you said just earlier is free, <laughs> free. Right. So yep. anybody who actually is interested in, in exploring their entrepreneurial talent and want to mm-hmm. take their idea to the next level or, or whatever stage you might be in, this is a, a great chance to, uh, you know, immerse yourself in a four-week program. And, and, and Omar, I mean, tell us a little bit about the, the folks that you kind of bring uh, to the program. We have, we have companies from all across the islands. Um, I think we've had almost every island representative. They're coming from the direct-to-consumer markets where they're creating um, products and services direct to consumers we have companies that are servicing businesses um, that are doing AI and machine learning or Kapuna care like you'll hear about uh, later today I mean really kind of just a, a wide range of um, companies that are looking to make Hawaii a better home for all of us and to do it in a way that uh, really represents the Aloha spirit and and Omar who do you who do you bring? As, as your mentors, who do you have as, as part of the team that provides some of the uh, consultative work? It depends on the cohort, actually. So we're very hands-on in creating the program from cohort to cohort so that we're bringing in the relevant mentors and speakers to speak to the particular cohort composition. Mm-hmm. So we don't do cookie-cutter where it's the same thing, rinse and repeat, cohort after cohort. Um, we try to customize it as much as possible. Oh, that's great. And, you know, that's a, again, this is a, such a great uh, service that uh, you can't really beat given the price, <laughs> the price tag. It's just, <laughs> it's just a, a time commitment. And, of course, if you're going to start a business, uh, you're going to be committing a fair amount of time. So the idea is that uh, if you're going to be committing some time, you might as well put that time to good use and, and optimize it. And I think going through a pre-ex program is perfect. So, Okay, so Omar, um, you're on cohort five, but you've got some representation here from um, cohort four. So maybe we'll we'll start with uh, Akiko, who came out of cohort four. And, and uh, Akiko, tell us a little bit about uh, what uh, what you do at uh, Aloha Bites. Aloha, and thank you, Bert and Omar, for inviting Aloha Bites to be on. Um, we have a miniature cupcake company, and we also do special uh, jams. Uh, we're partnered with Kualoa Ranch to make jams with their produce. We also do uh, produce and try to use uh, Hawaii products in our um, flavors. And we use natural food coloring in our cupcakes. And we're hopefully going to create more bite-sized treats in the future. Um, my, our website is alohabites.com. 
and you can find us at several different locations. Yeah, and I'll, yeah, I'll definitely put that up on our show notes for later on. And uh, Kiko, so tell me, what was the what was the the, the real um, uh, impetus to get you and your company involved with you know pre X? I mean, what was it that kind of sparked the interest in in a pre X program? Well, I knew that just by myself, I wasn't wouldn't be able to go as far as I could with something without somebody else. You know, doing part of my partnering up with somebody and learning all about the different program, the program that they had. Um, I actually came from a creative background, so I actually didn't have any, <laughs> you know, um, schooling in business and everything. I, I was um, artistic and uh, creative in that way, but it was really eye-opening to see the program and to um, commit to it and uh, do everything that, you know, work with them on all the program in the short four weeks that we worked on it. Well, I'm kind of curious, though. I mean, what, did you see it on Instagram? Did you see a flyer somewhere? I mean, where did you actually pick up the idea of, of, of what Pre-X offered and, and, and took the bold step in uh, signing up? I actually heard from a previous cohort <laughs> oh, okay. about the program. Yeah, and um, also a friend of mine who knew another cohort in the program um, mentioned it to me. So two of the companies that um, I heard from I, I was really interested in taking the program and uh <clears throat> you know i'll um i'll i'll also want to ask uh, our other guests uh the same question but uh what was your what was your sort of major takeaway i mean what did you gain from going through the prx program and you can you know you can be uh honest because you know even though omar is here you can just say you know say, how you, say what you <laughs> feel <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> okay close yours now no actually i really enjoyed it and i feel i felt like i um it was just so interesting to see how businesses grow and how many other creative opportunities there are for financing and you you would never think about it initially everybody thinks about you know going to the bank but it, there's so many other opportunities and i think that going to the program we learned a lot about those opportunities and so um yeah um everybody was really helpful and and the program and the people that they brought in also into presentations um were interesting to hear from yeah, that's great. That's great. And of course, uh, we'll get. I'll get back to you, uh, Kiko, and and kind uh, of get some ideas of what you will do now that uh, you've gone through the four week program. But uh, I want to give uh, Dallas Stewart a chance to tell us a little bit about what uh, Better Jerky does. It sounds kind of tasty, but uh, I'll let you whet everybody's appetite. <laughs> I promise you, it's very tasty. Oh, thank you, Bert <laughs> and Omar, for having myself and, you know, allowing me to speak about Better Jerky Co. So Better Jerky Co. is a company that manufactures Hawaii-style crispy jerky um, that are for you, clean ingredients sourced from uh, regenerative agricultural practices, um, you know, farmers who employ that. So oh, yeah, okay. So, and, and, uh, very excited to be here. And, and Dallas, so you are uh, uh, currently in the program, right? You're in the Correct. current cohort five. So, um, yes. How did you kind of hear about the whole pre-ex, uh, you know, um, experience? Oh, well, Omar's famous. I know, I know the guy. Um, you know, <laughs> that's why he's just so good. No, no, that's honest. That's an honest answer, though. Um, you know, um, done other uh, cohort-style um, entrepreneurial classes, and you know, he's always the expert speaker there. And you know, definitely his, he, him and his team in the program, their reputation precedes them. Mm-hmm. So. Very excited to be accepted, and and uh, you know just to give fair fair um, attention to some of the other participants in cohort five. How big is how big is the cohort? 
Dallas. 19 companies. Oh, 19? 19 companies, yeah. Wow. And, and Omar, so, you know, with, with 19 companies, do you spend a lot of time kind of like one-on-one with the companies, or uh, do the companies get to kind of interact with each other? Both. So we have uh, office hours where we spend one-on-one with the companies, and that's, you know, uh, as they uh, desire it. But we definitely have the companies work together uh, so that we can promote like this sort of community uh, sentiment throughout the program. So if there's an opportunity for like-minded entrepreneurs or companies to uh, perhaps leverage off of each other, that, that's uh, the whole point of, of, of introducing them to, the, to each other and, and having them perhaps uh, build a relationship. Absolutely. Yeah, we're not really big fans of the scarcity mindset. Mm -hmm. uh, Neither are the companies that go through our program, and so they absolutely support each other and um, look at ways to collaborate, and it's amazing. And Dallas, uh, you know, having having, uh, uh, created your company, are you based on Oahu, and and, uh, where where does most of your your sort of um, raw product come from? Uh, Yeah, so our operations are actually, we are headquartered in Honolulu, Mm -hmm. But we recently expanded to the mainland, so we have a production facility in Phoenix, uh, which is what really prompted us to to actually join the Pre-X program. It's it's um, a new experience for myself. I mean, uh, I've got several past lives in other ventures, but mm-hmm. this one was a little bit different for me. So, how many years have you been in operation? Um, this particular company, we've uh, started new operations as of June of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it is inheriting um, some business and operations from a company that was founded in 2016, but this better jerky company is better than the one before, we hope. So uh, with Prex's and Omar's team's help, we intend to go further than we did before. And and tell us, though, you know, there's there's a lot of sort of jerky product, you know, on the market. I mean, what is it that you feel is the differentiator for uh, better jerky? Um, uh, Several things, but our primary focus is to develop products that are appropriate for both pet and people, which is a differentiator because typically it's either one or the other. Mm -hmm. So we are actually going after um, FDA as well as USDA approval for our product. And we're really focusing on single ingredient protein made from whole foods rather than meat paste that you would normally find, you know, with some of the other competitors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And are you sourcing your product uh, mostly you know, like the um, the meat from the mainland or is it uh, also from Hawaii? So when we were here, we did uh, source from local sources. Um, now that we've, um, our primary operation is in Phoenix, we've actually partnered with the Regenerative Agricultural Ranch that has that's vertically integrated and they're in Arizona. Um, one of the top exports for Arizona is actually cattle, so we are, we are partnering with people who are ranching within the area of this, of this plant. Oh, that's great! That's great. So, uh, I I do want to get to to Tanya, but uh, <clears throat> you know, and and get a sense of uh, what what her company does, and and I don't know. I think Omar said something about uh, uh, maybe offering me some services uh, for the for Kupuna, but uh, we'll we'll get we'll get into the details of that. So we'll hold that thought. We'll. Be right back after this short break to continue our conversation with Omar Sultan from Accelerate Hawaii. And, of course, his guest, we've got Akiko White from Aloha Bites. We've got Dallas Stewart from Better Jerky Company. And we've got Tanya Fernandez from Vivia Cares. And, of course, uh, we're talking about accelerating your startup with Prex. This is Bite Marks Cafe. 
Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Honolulu Waldorf School. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe on HPR One. I'm Bert Lum, and of course, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Omar Sultan from Accelerate Hawaii. And we've got uh, guest companies from the cohort, cohort four and cohort five from Prex. We've got Akiko White, uh, owner of Aloha Bite. She's from cohort uh, four. And we've got Dallas Stewart. Uh, and she is a CEO of Better Jerky Company. And, of course, we've got Tanya Fernandez uh, from Vivia Cares. And, of course, right before the break, uh, we, you know, we were going through some of the companies and what they do. And we uh, haven't gotten to talk to Tanya yet. And, Tanya... Uh, what kind of services can you provide me uh, with Vivia Cares? <laughs> yes, thank you for thank you, Omar. Um, so at Vivia Cares, we provide in-home care for seniors who want to age at home, and we do in-home care differently because we base it on shorter, frequent visits, which means there's no minimum block of hours that you have to purchase. You really just just buy exactly what you need and exactly what you want. And also, our visits are provided by a consistent team of caregivers, which is also different from a traditional caregiving model. So that means you're seeing the same one to two caregivers during each of your visits, which really helps in building, you know, trust and a relationship, which is so important in home care. You know, when you're having people come into your home and really provide you with some personal and sometimes intimate tasks. Mm-hmm. And and. Uh, Tanya, you know, when, you know, uh, my parents had, had uh, kind of gone through uh, this stage and, you know, mm. when, when you have uh, some of the, uh, let's say, health professionals recommend things, uh, are, you, are you connected with those, uh, that particular ecosystem so that uh, you can be recommended by, you know, some of the, the health professionals as, as Kupuna kind of get to that stage of needing uh, at home care? Yes, yes, absolutely. You know, we get um, our clients just sometimes they're just, you know, callers that call us, but we also get a lot of referrals from mm-hmm. hospital systems, from different um, assisted living facilities, also from different um, government agencies as well. So they come in from all different avenues. And what Vivia allows us to do is really provide, you know, the exact kind of care that you want because sometimes you don't need those four-hour blocks of time and you might just maybe need help with a shower or help with a meal prep or something like that and that's what Vivi allows us to do. So is that is that sort of your sweet spot looking at the uh, kind of specific kinds of tasks that might be needed in, in, in home care? Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. We really, what we like to do is customize care exactly to what the client's needs and wants are. So we have kind of both sides of the house, but I like to say our, our Vivia Care model, which is task-based, and so it's based on short, frequent visits. And then we still offer what I call a traditional home care, which is our four hours up to 24 hours, seven days a week. Mm-hmm, so we, mm-hmm. we do really the spectrum and continuum of home care. Wow. And, and so how long have you been in business? So we've been in business for 15 years now. But we've been doing the Vivia model for the past two and a half years. And, and uh, you know, other than the fact that uh, you might think that Omar might need some of this care, uh, how did you get involved <laughs> with the Pre-X? Or why did you get involved with Pre-X? Yeah, so we got involved with Pre-X because, you know, we are looking to grow. We're looking to grow the Vivia model here in Hawaii. 
Uh, we're now on Oahu. We just started on Maui, and we actually actually just this month licensed a model to an agency out in Olympia, Washington. Um, so that's all great, and that's what we want to continue. We want to continue growing so that we can serve more kapuna mm-hmm. in our community, and growth equals money, right, and fundraising. So we look to the Pre-X program to help us really craft a, a compelling, much more effective and efficient pitch to, to really to fundraise. And, um, you know, they've helped us structure that, um, put framework to that. And, and the part uh, we're most excited about is the ability to, to practice and pitch to investors because, you know, having direct feel of feedback mm-hmm. from investors really is, is invaluable. And so uh, I'm going to ask the others this question as well. So what is it that you are now going to do? Well, actually, you haven't graduated out of the uh, Pre-X program, but what do you see as some of the first things that you might do once you've gained you know, the, the Pre-X, uh, Pre-X experience? Mm-hmm. Well, we've definitely already gained from it, no doubt, and just kind of some of the things that we're doing on an everyday basis. But uh, what we have done mm-hmm. is we have, um, I guess, a pitch that we've used in the past. And through this program... We have started modifying it. I feel as though we have put more structure into it. And, you know, what I love is also much more focus to it. So that's stuff that we are taking away right now. And I know that we're going to take away after we graduate from this program as well. That's great. And, um, and I want to go back to Akiko. Akiko, so now that you've, uh, you've actually graduated from Cohort 4, I mean, what is it that you've taken away and, and actually applied to take your company uh, to the next level? I think also, like Tanya said, it's a little more focused. I've found more focus on what I'm doing and going forward. Um, and um, I've actually partnered with um, Omar Consultant, with, with their consultant um, consultants, their um, uh, company. And so mm-hmm. we're working together recently to um, go forward on other projects that I'm working on. Omar reminds me I'm supposed to say, <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of shy on this, but I was actually on Food Network's uh, Cake Wars. And um, also have won awards and cakes and preserves. Uh, you know, you know the the, the <laughs> thing that I, I I really miss about having having guests in the studio is that uh, you would have probably brought me some aloha bites. So, uh, I oh, of course, I, I, I will uh, I will have to go out and look for it on my own. But uh, <laughs> you've got the well, you'll got... be able to find it in Whole Foods and also down to earth sometime in the near future. So <laughs> oh, that sounds good. And 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 Dallas, so tell us uh, what is it that you know you've you would would put to use immediately as a result of Pre-X? Oh, I'm actually already, because we are in the halfway point and we're getting ready to pitch, I'm already employing um, the expert guidance of, of uh, Pre-X. You know, I, like I mentioned before, I've been in other cohorts and this one is very structured, so I'm already clean up, cleaning up my own pitch to myself. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And, and Omar... You, you're getting ready for, uh, you know, four weeks, and I think you do a, a, a cohort every other month. So you're kind of uh, recruiting for cohort six. I mean, what uh, what are you looking for? Yeah, starting next week, we'll start recruiting for the next cohort. Again, uh, just companies that are based here in Hawaii with people who are trying to create companies here, grow them, and uh, make our lives, our work, a better place. You know, um, So for us, we keep the funnel wide open because, we want to respond to what the market wants, right? And so as these companies apply, we learn more about the, again, amazing things that the companies here in Hawaii are doing across the island and just finding better ways uh, to support them. 
It's a great program. Omar, where can people go to sign up? Uh, AccelerateHawaii.com. That's X-L-R-H-I.com. And you can learn all about the work that we do there. Very good. Omar Sultan is a co-founder of Accelerate Hawaii. We got a Kiko White, owner of Aloha Bites. And we got Dallas Stewart, CEO of Better Jerky Company. And Tanya Fernandez, uh, she's the founder, uh, co-founder of Vivia Cares. Great to have you guys all on. And I want to thank you for joining us today. And of course, thank you for listening to Bite Marsh Cafe. You can join us next week when we'll hear about the eHawk competition. And if you miss any part of this edition, you can find a podcast of tonight's show on BiteMarksCafe.org. And, of course, our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR One every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app or on your favorite podcast application. You stay safe. You stay awesome. We'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Stay tuned. Reveal is next. <laughs>